Hey everyone, welcome back to Podcast for Your Life. Jam and Jason here. We've got an interesting topic today that won on a Facebook poll. The winning topic is packaging. Wow. It won against exercise in classic American fashion. Incredible. Yeah. One might say it outlifted the exercise idea. Yeah. What's interesting, because I think people use sometimes the word package to describe their muscles, depending on the situation. Wow. Like a six pack, and you know. <laughs> That's right. He's got a, yeah. So package, <laughs> where do we even go? Where do we begin? There's well, so much, like there's so many packages that, you know, it's like, wow. Yeah. Well, the word packaging, we typically have some parameters around what is and is not a package. And I think we have an idea of what those are, even if we haven't defined them out loud. Like, what would you say falls into the category of a package? Wait, so our package, like a package, is that the same thing as packaging? Because one could say that a package is like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it comes together, like it's wrapped or it's boxed. And then packaging could be like, you know, the action figure at the toy store with the really hard plastic that shreds your fingers when you try to cut open it. Yeah, I think I think if we define what, what a package is, then we can define what the ing of package is. Wow. Yeah. So packaging, mm-hmm. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna go. Yeah, but we have to figure out what a package is before we can talk about what the <laughs> this is true, verb okay. is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so a package, I think, is like some sort of combination of. Um, materials that keeps things together that it can be neatly um transported yes yes i agree yeah yeah people almost always have the idea of it being transported in some form yeah whether it's by hand like you're taking it to someone that you're going to give them a gift or most commonly now you're sending something via some sort of shipping service yeah Um, and it could be a box it could be yep a bag it could be in a thick envelope it can be all kinds of things yep And never have, has packaging probably been more part of our lives than now with the, the internets, the internets and the prime and the, this and that the prime, the prime and the secondary. You could say that packaging is in the prime of its life. It really is in its prime. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. I think that's what our listener Sierra from Texas was thinking about when she suggested this topic in the first place. She was like, this is such a huge deal. You guys need to talk about it. Wait, who suggested this? Sierra. From Texas. Sorry. So hi, Sierra. Thanks for suggesting this topic. And also thanks for winning the poll. So do you think we've clearly defined what a package is? So we move on to what packaging is. Yeah. So that'd be the verb, the act of putting something all together, like wrapping it up or... It could be its state too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I take the action figure example. The action figure is not just like hanging by a thread on a rack at the grocery store. It's like packaged in something. Right. A soup, you know, a a can of soup is, you know, surrounded by packaging. That's what keeps the soup inside. Right. Ramen, you know, it's just got like that really thin plastic that melts when you kind of hold it over high (laughs) boiling steam. (laughs) Okay. So I know you you were only in public school for a little bit. Did you ever in private school? Oh, yeah. oh, really? I, I didn't even, that, yeah, I didn't get the I thought the, the, you the even had a, a spell of public school. You didn't? Nope, okay. nothing. There was a time, it was like maybe one year, maybe two years in elementary school, where we had milk in a bag. Have I told you about Wait, this? what? Have I told you about this before? Okay, I guess I could see that. Okay, so it was milk in a bag. The bag was basically like a pillow. It was square, though. So when you get like a square pillow that like you would have on your couch or something, um, it so it's pinched at the corners like that, and it bulges in the middle. It had a little area that was kind of a little bit thinner that 
indicated where you should put the straw. The straw yeah. was sharp on one end, kind of like a Capri Sun. Yeah, like uh, yeah. And you stabbed into the milk bag, and then you drink uh, it out of a bag. Cool. But what what that makes me think of because it was short lived, so surely there was some problem, right? Um, or it it just was too weird for people. But whether it's the first try, the second try, or the twentieth try, the packaging finds its way. People find a way to package things in the way that makes the most sense. Yeah. Like surely there was a lot of iterations of the soup can before sure. they figured out the way to like not only make it strong but also make it stackable, have the ones that have the tab that opens it. All these things that happen over time. Yeah. It's like trial and error. And because yeah. it's on a such a massive scale, we have a lot of chances to figure out the best or worst, you know, yep. ways to to do it. Yeah. And then arrive at a way that doesn't cause a lot of problems. But what's weird about your story with the milk bag is that milk had been in cartons yeah, for a long time. And then we went back to cartons after that year. It's so random. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there was like a, uh, there was like a strike at the box factory for milk. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. It's like just for this period of time, for these several like months or whatever, they had to just find something else to do. You're like, great, we're out of boxes. We got to find some bags. <laughs> yeah. It was super interesting because it clearly, like, not other things get sent, get packaged into bags, uh, liquids, typically. And so it's not like, like, I can see what you're saying, if they had switched maybe from cartons to bottles, but they came up with something new. It was it was a new yeah. thing I'd never seen, and I still haven't seen it since anywhere else. Did you guys have a lot of explosions of milk? There were definitely explosions. Well, People then... would, would, would pierce the full thing. If that was in the early stages, <laughs> they would might put the straw all the way through. That was early stage but then we figured it out I, yeah. and it ended up being kind of cool and and when you'd finish it uh, it would just be this flat you know like a pre-sum where it becomes flat it was just like that but it had a larger volume capacity yeah. than than a typical pouch type drink but maybe we should move on because i think what most people think of with packaging is kind of like how it pertains to us day-to-day now sure which is but i think it's broad enough that it can yeah you know, it is that's why i'm fascinated by this whole milk bag discussion like yeah. it's so it's so fascinating i wish i could get a hold of one maybe yeah. we can try to find a photo or something yeah maybe we can make that thing i think when a lot of people think of packaging they think of the box that shows up at their door from ups or the mail or whatever or yeah. they ordered something online and it's just that cardboard cutout sort of a deal yeah i think we all can recollect times when we've gotten a huge box mm. at knowing that wait what's in there is not very big mm-hmm. you know so that that has happened a lot especially with um, some of the online retailers like you would get this really tiny thing but it comes in this like mm-hmm. huge box and you open up and it's like 75 percent air and mm. maybe a little bit of bubble wrap you're like oh it feels a little bit wasteful yeah exactly it's wasteful and it's deceiving depending on like if you're getting something it's from you know, a relative or something, and you're like, whoa, it's an excitingly yeah. large box. But then not only that, but then the fact that there is a lot of plastic or whatever being wasted. And you could argue, I've heard a lot of people argue that, like, why do we even use plastic in, in packaging? We could do it all with paper-based type stuff, which would be sure. better for the environment and just cheaper, I think. Um, yeah, some of them use, like, that kind of bubble. It's not bubble wrap, but it's um, kind of just like these, these uh, air-filled bags. Yeah. But that still plastic. Kind of helps. Right, right, right. So like, but if you, you can do that with paper. No, you couldn't. But they, you know how they do that? Like, as easily. Uh, they just get that brown paper that they have crumpled right, yeah, up. Yeah. It's really cheaply made paper, but it's like just crumpled up. And it, because it's actually biodegradable, I think there's a lot of people who think this should just be a better move or mm. more types of boxes that fit better 
to the sure. sizes of the things. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could be a part of it. Um, There's probably a standard, like, you know, you can only make so many different sizes of boxes. Right. Before it's like, okay, well, we just need to package this one up or whatever. Yeah. But you you did say something that made me think of something. When When it comes to individual shipping stuff, I think they're a lot more conservative with how they package their their mailed goods compared to some of the online retailers Mm -hmm. which sometimes find you know uh, bigger boxes to put smaller items in Mm -hmm. but when i ship something like i sell stuff on online every once in a while like ebay or um, a couple of music retailers i'm not trying to find the biggest box for them i'm trying Mm -hmm. to find like the smallest box that it barely fits in and i can wrap it and Mm -hmm. boom just send it and then (laughs) i don't have to pay as much for shipping Mm -hmm. but that doesn't seem to be the case with with some of the online retailers but when i've also received stuff from individuals like i buy something from somebody you know on ebay and Mm -hmm. they send me their item it's always the same way it's always like this is like the minimum size for this specific item Mm -hmm. and they weren't trying to (laughs) <laughs> send me. I've never gotten something where it's like a lot of air from an individual. So yeah, you're right. I don't know if you've noticed the same thing. I've noticed the same thing, and I've tried to do the same thing. Like I've sold yeah. different things on eBay or, or bought stuff. And you're right. It's like people try to really find a more tightly fitting box. And what I've even done too is is made the box more tightly fitting because you can just cut it and then refold your own flaps. Yeah. For the box, and I've done that plenty of times. I just make sure that there's like if it's really tight. Make sure there's like another layer of cardboard if I cut a little piece or something. Sure, yeah. So that whenever they're opening the box, they don't accidentally cut into whatever product it is or scratch it. That's nice of you. Yeah, so I'll do that. Yeah. It's amazing how much time and effort is put into designing boxes and creating things that people... Because there's so much stuff that's bought online nowadays that there's almost a whole side industry of creating and designing labels like i have a friend who designs labels and has historically designed labels for like baby foods that yeah. you would find at the grocery store and it's like whoa you design like the labels and stuff mm-hmm. and the packaging and like around um yeah it was like a year ago football season was starting and one online retailer was shipping all of their stuff in boxes that looked like little footballs Really? Like, they were square, so they're not, like, the kind of pigskin shape, oh, but they were brown, right. and they had, like, lacing where the tape would be, and, like, yeah. you know, like, fake designed. Right. And it was actually really smart. I was impressed. And it was part of an advertising campaign that made sense when you started, like, oh, mm. that's why it looks like a football. But I thought it was like, whoa, they put some they put yeah. some effort in it, where it's not like people are going to drive by somebody's house and be like, whoa, is that a football, a square football in their house? Yeah. They're just, you know, just you as a person says, oh, wow, wait, what? What is this? And it works. It's such a platform for advertising or promo or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. like if people are receiving packages all the time, it's a, it's an easy way to add some, you know, verbiage or some images or whatever on the yeah. tape or on the panels of the box or whatever. Yeah. One thing I do want to mention is food packages are super interesting. Not... Not like grocery store stuff. We already kind of touched on that, but yeah. like takeout. Okay. Seeing what people give to you when you're, you know, getting food to go or getting it delivered from a restaurant. Uh-huh. It's always fascinating because you never know what to expect, especially with mom and pop places. Right. I was going to say that some places you do know yeah. what to expect. Yeah. Pizza, sure. pizza, like any sort of Chinese food place. But specifically with the mom and pop places, it's always like, what are they going to do? You know? Yeah. Like... Today we had lunch from this uh, this local fried chicken place. It's great. And they literally gave us like one of those foil casserole dishes covered uh-huh. with foil. And just put all the stuff and in there. And all the stuff in there. <laughs> it's great. It's pretty convenient. And it that was. way, too, they, have, they can have like one large size. They might have a smaller <laughs> one, too, but that works great for their large stuff. Yep. All in one box. The weirdest 
packaging I was ever on the receiving end of was a something I bought on a Facebook group. And so I had messaged with the guy. So it was a little bit different than eBay because it's kind of like you can kind of trust a little bit more because we're in the same group on Facebook. And he worked at a mattress store. That was like hmm. his main business. He owned and operated one in Colorado somewhere. And so when I received the package, it was a super large box, way larger than the item I'd bought. Um, but the item was like a... Um, was a bag kind of thing so it was like like a, like a carry-on size bag basically mm-hmm. and so it was not tiny but it was like the box was way bigger when we opened it up it was uh packed with pillows as wow. the the stuffing around that's great yeah and i wonder if they're like display pillows or whatever so we we looked we <laughs> investigated them a little bit and we we kept them we kept all the pillows nice do you guys sleep on them now like well, we use them in our in our like guest room oh. and stuff so we had extra pillows in our closet nice. and stuff but it was just so funny. There were wow. so many pillows. Like, there were pillows. probably, like, eight pillows. You must have ordered something pretty big. No, it wasn't that big. Oh. It was, like, a carry-on size bag. Oh, okay. So, But they were, like, squished with pillows. Wow. Yeah. So, it really filled in all the spaces. It's fascinating. But that's one way to, you know, solve Seriously. that problem. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, there is a lot we can talk about packaging, but I think we'll leave you guys with these brilliant words from uh, a great mind one of the inspirations behind this podcast and uh, they summed up packaging like this you can tell a fried chicken place's authenticity by their to-go boxes Mm. yeah packaging is everything packaging is everything you can't judge a book by its cover but you can judge a package by its packaging everything is packaging well that's all the time we have uh thanks everyone who voted in our facebook poll you guys decided what the topic was today so that was kind of fun yeah so we'll do those in the future. So go to our Facebook page, uh, Podcast for Your Life, and uh, vote in our polls and help decide what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We will see you soon. Bye.